Rise and exchanging lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast to help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. That way, when you lose the fat, when you get strong, when you get healthy, when you look really good naked, it's sustainable long term. My name is Tyler Egan. I'm gonna start making a point to share that just in case there are new listeners out there, just in case, because the podcast has been getting way more downloads than I am still used to, and that's really fucking cool. So thank you guys all. Before we get started here today, if you guys wouldn't mind, um, if you take anything from today's episode or you ever have in the past, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. That stuff helps grow the show more than you may realize. Um, it's just like when you go on Amazon and you are looking for a product and you come across something you may like and you look at the reviews to see if other people enjoy it and then maybe you see a review that's kind of sucks and it deters you from buying it it really works the same way and so if you guys take anything from the show if you leave a rate rate and review on the show and give us give somebody context as to why they should listen and maybe even sway them towards hitting that play button so i really appreciate that guys thank you very much cheers it's my cup of coffee I don't know if you'll be able to hear it in the background because I have the playback on while I record so I can hear how it sounds in real time. And my landlord has a company over and I can hear it on the background. I don't know if you guys will be able to, I don't know if the mic picks, actually picks it up or not, but um, I'm standing extra close today. So with any luck, that's not an issue. So today we're gonna to be talking about how to reinforce good habits. I briefly shared this on my Instagram story yesterday. I'm like, you know what? This would actually be a really good podcast. This would be a really good podcast title. So, or, well, title, sure, but the whole episode, right? So that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about how to reinforce good behaviors. And so before we get into this, I kind of want to give you guys some context, right? So in James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, he has... I don't know if this is what he actually calls it, but there's he, he, he talks about the habit cycle loop. And so it goes cue, craving, response, reward. Every habit we have in our life, whether it's good, bad, right, wrong, whatever, um, is cued by something. You are living your life habitually, whether you realize it or not. Like I would make the argument that um, things like procrastination, um, indecision are habits and something cues those. So every habit, whether it's you know mental or physical, begins with a cue. So the easiest example is like water, right? You feel dehydrated. So the cue is you're dehydrated. The craving is to feel more hydrated again. The response is to drink water and the reward is you feel hydrated. And so that reward from the habit from the action you take, reinforces the behavior that when you feel dehydrated, drinking water is the solution. And so, you can apply this to a lot of things. Your morning cup of coffee, you wake up, you feel tired, you feel sleepy. Your craving is that you wanna feel awake and alert. Your response is to make coffee and drink it, and the reward is that you feel awake and alert. I just drank a cup of coffee. Although, this is not because I feel sleepy or tired. This is because I want to get in the fucking zone. So I don't have my my first cup of coffee until like 9, 9.30 a.m. after I get my morning walk-in. And I'm about to start my work day. So I want to be like dialed in. 
and coffee helps me with that. So, mm. ah, good stuff. So, cue craving response for every single habit you have. So, you could take anything, literally anything, and dissect it down to that and start to understand what it is about you that's causing these things to happen. So, again, I'll just take procrastination as one. It's very much a mental habit, I think, more than anything. I guess then manifest itself into a physical thing if you're just sitting around doing nothing. But it could be, it could stem from the fact that maybe you don't feel good enough. You don't, you don't really want the goals you say you want. And so that the cue is, in this case, you got to work out. And I don't feel like I'm good. It's not working. It's not, it's not doing anything for me. And that's like the first, that's the thought process that shows up. And that feeling underneath of it is really just like a sense of like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Right? So that feeling is the cue. The craving is to, and believe it or not, guys, and I think this is where people get tripped up because there's like, I don't want to feel that way. But there is a secondary payoff to some of these like lower feeling emotions or just feelings. So anger sadness, things like that. I shared an Instagram story today like that. Uh, and I might have, sh I shared it with my Facebook group, but like, I've been kind of like moving through just like an immense amount of sadness and it's not a bad thing at all. It's just, it's, I would say for like the first time in my life, I've seen all of it or what I can perceive as all of it. And it's just okay. Like I have, nobody can tell that I'm sad because it's not, I'm not wearing it, but I'm just like, wow, I really fucking feel that. It's interesting. But there's a secondary payoff to some of these lower emotional feelings. And so um, what it does is it reinforces the identity you've created for yourself. And so for me, it was always, I was a sad person, like hopeless. The world was always out to get me. Like truly, this was how I thought internally on a deep level when I actually looked at my thoughts. Like, holy shit, like that's, that's my fucking mind. And it was interesting the more I get through it. Anyway, um, there was a secondary payoff to it because like, sure, on the conscious level, I didn't want to feel that way. But subconsciously, I did because it reinforced the identity or the, the story I was telling myself about myself, who I thought I was internally. And so you may not want to go to the gym, but you don't want to feel that way. And, and at the root of it, it could be that you're not good enough right? And the craving could be consciously that you don't want to feel that way. So, you know, you could go to, the, if, if you really craved that, like if that was what you really wanted, then you would muster up the strength to go to the gym. But the, the internal secondary payoff that I'm saying here, the internal craving is probably to continue reinforcing the same notion, the same inner dialogue, the same identity of who you think you are. So, the craving is that, and then you don't work out. You procrastinate. You put it off. It's like, oh, now it's too late to work out, or, or um, now it's too late to do this thing. It's too late to go to the grocery store. It's too late to to meal prep. Now it's too late for that. So you put it off because you, what you really want, deep down internally, is to feel the same way. Like, and honestly, guys, from like a, a biological, neurological level, like our brains are wired to protect our own identities. Whoever we think we are. Um, and so if you've never felt good enough, your brain has this connection in it that reinforces that behavior, that reinforces that identity. And when you start to go to the gym and stuff like that, it, it shatters that identity, especially if you have the willpower to push past those feelings. So 
the cue is again, you don't, you don't feel good enough. The craving is that although you're consciously saying you want to feel differently, deep down you don't because that would change the identity of who you are. So the response is you procrastinate, you procrastinate, you procrastinate. And the reward is you continue feeling the same way. I'm going to walk through that one more time because I've never said that out loud. And that makes so much fucking sense that, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't recognize this sooner. So the cue is you feel like you're not good enough because you're not working out. You don't have the results. Like your workouts aren't working quote unquote, they're not working. Your diet's not working. You're not seeing the results. You're not seeing the fat loss. You're not seeing the weight loss. You're not, you're not seeing the changes in the mirror. Your body's staying the same. You don't feel any healthier. Everything looks the same. So you feel unworthy. And then your craving is again, as much as you can consciously say, you don't want to feel this way subconsciously at a deeper level, you do because your brain is wired to keep you the same way because our brains are just designed to keep us safe. That's it. That's all they're meant to do is keep us safe. And so we create these identities for ourselves in our own mind. And every time we do something outside of that, which feels uncomfortable, we shatter the idea of who we think we are. And so deep down, your craving is to stay feeling the same way. So you procrastinate and procrastinate and procrastinate, and then you don't do anything. It gets too late. You don't feel like it anymore. And so the, the, that's the response. The response is the procrastination. The reward is staying the same way. And even though, again, I'm just going to repeat this one more time because I feel like this is, this is, this is important. This is like, put a pin in this shit, guys. This is the most important part. You can consciously say that you want to feel differently. You can consciously say that you weren't intentionally doing that, but subconsciously, which drives 95% of human behavior, you do. And, and the important, this is the, this is the work. This is the mindset shit that I talk about so much is understanding that that's the truth. The truth is at a subconscious level, deep down, you don't want to change and that's okay. Because once you recognize that and once you accept that, you can make a change. And and now I am so far off topic from where I was going with this with talking about reinforcing the behaviors. But because I already recorded this once and I didn't like the way it sounded, I'm just like, well, you know, I'm going to record it again. But like that whole everything I just said in there is so fucking important. It is the most important part. Subconsciously, you don't want to change and you have to admit that to yourself. Like I mentioned about my own sadness, subconsciously, I didn't want to change for six years. And what I didn't realize was the alcohol, which turned into me smoking more cannabis, which turned into me, guess what I do next? Working out, like moving and working out all the time. Caffeine, it was all just masking the sadness because deep down I didn't want to change. Because it's what who I thought I was. But then like a few weeks ago, and then I guess like two months ago, it hit me. I'm like, wait a minute, that's who I've been, but I don't have to be that way. I can make a new choice. And so every time the thoughts come up now, and they still fucking do, just sad, negative, hopeless thoughts, because like deep down, there's a huge part of me that is that way. I just notice it. And I'm like, holy shit, that's so fucking interesting. And I'm just deeply fascinated by my own mind. That's just me though, because I'm fascinated by human behavior. I'm not saying that'll work for everybody. One of the things I share with my clients is like, if you have a thought that goes by in your mind, just like literally you can use your body as an instrument and use your eyes and look across the sky. Like you just watch that thought literally go by. That's another thing I like to do sometimes. So I get like these wild thoughts. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Or I'll write it down and then I'll just see it. Like that really crossed my mind. That's interesting. And then I'll throw it away because it doesn't matter. So 
that's the game right there. So all of the habits that you have, thought patterns, they're all the same thing. Well, sometimes they physically take different actions, but they all follow that cycle. And in order for you to create habits in your life today that will reinforce the identity. I'm going to come back to that point. I'm actually, I'm really going to start going hard on this point here. I've come to that conclusion over the weekend. The identity that you are a healthy person is you have to reinforce the behaviors. Then the question becomes, how do you reinforce the behaviors? How do you reinforce this new identity? Well, the habits themselves, every habit you, you, you have in your life. And again, I'm going to come back to my one initial point. Like you are living your life habitually, whether you recognize it or not subconscious, we, we live our life, our lives, um, from a lot of our subconscious beliefs and actions and stuff like that, because like our conscious mind can only handle so much. I think they say it's like 5% of our daily, our daily our daily lives is controlled consciously. The other 95% is subconscious. It's crazy. So even as you're listening to this podcast right now, you may be having thoughts about me that crossed your mind the last time you listened to the podcast or the last time you watched a piece of my content or the last time that you listened to a podcast in general, or maybe you're driving down the road right now and you hear or someone cut you off and you get pissed off. That's like a subconscious reaction. So anyway, how do we reinforce these behaviors, right? Well, first off, you have to take the necessary steps. You have to just start going to the gym. Like, I'm not saying ignore your feelings. What I'm saying is don't let them control you. They're just a passing thing. So that's the first thing. You have to take the necessary action. Like, well, I guess it would be like come up with a plan. So if you want to lose 20 pounds the next three months, what do you have to do? You got to work out. You got to eat better. You got to sleep better. You got to hydrate. You should probably work on your mindset. So journal, meditate, things like that. Um, yoga or something, daily walks, fruit and vegetable intake, protein intake. Like These are the things. These are the things. And so start tackling one area at a time. And start with the simple things first. Build momentum in your favor. But once you have get come up to ones that like are harder, like how do you reinforce the behaviors? Well, I think the easiest thing you could do is change your environment. It's probably the simplest thing you could do. The, we become the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. It's a, it's a quote I like. I don't know if it's completely accurate, like 100% accurate, but it makes a lot of sense in my head. You know, whether it's a whole lot or a whole little, we pick up on the behaviors of the people we spend the most time with. And there's a scientific biological reason for this as well. We all have mirror neurons. This is why your kids will literally do the same exact thing as you because we have mirror neurons in our brain. So we mirror what other people are doing all the time and especially the people you spend the most time with. And so if you think about it like this, if you're going to like a family gathering and they're having like, you know, fried chicken and cupcakes and brownies and potato chips and nobody there cares about their health, what's the likelihood that you're going to show up with your pre-prepped meal of chicken, broccoli, and rice? What's the likelihood? And this is something that everybody would have to evaluate for themselves because again, this does definitely come down to an individual, uh, an individuality uh, standpoint. Because like personally, I went to my sister's house on Saturday night and I brought my own food with me because I just don't give a fuck. My health is more important, and I have talked, I have shared that with my family before. It's like I just I don't care to eat half of the shit, and uh, like my health and my fitness is the most important thing to me. So. It comes down to like what you're willing to sit with. But if you, so think about it like this. If you go to the party, you show up with your own meals like that and you get ridiculed by, you know, half the people there. 
like they just give you a dirty looks like oh you think you're better than us oh look at you you're all healthy and shit now you know like you oh like oh you, our food's not good enough for you like that stuff's be- oh wow look at you with the, the salad you're so healthy and they start making these comments right what's the likelihood you're going to show up with the food like that again because I'm going to imagine most of you don't want to deal with that shit when you're going to a family gathering or a party or anything like that, right? But on the flip side, if you show up to the family gathering or party, you have the meal. And so I was like, wow, you look really good. Is this what you've been doing? You've lost like 20 pounds. That looks, that's awesome. You look great. And they start complimenting you. It's like, wow, look at you're so healthy. That's amazing. I wish I could do that. Can you tell how did you make that work? Is this what you've been doing? What else have you been doing? Are you working out? What's that been like? If they ask you all these questions and they just have this like enthusiastic vibe that they wouldn't understand what's going on, that's going to reinforce the behavior. So changing your environment, the people you're around, the people you're around are doing the same things as you, it's more likely that you're going to do those things, right? If you think about the people you spend your time with now, when you go hang out with people who don't take care of themselves, how important does your health seem in that moment? And on the flip side, if you're like to my clients, if they're listening to this, when you're conversing with me or when you're around me or when you're, um, when we're having our accountability meetings or on a coaching call, where's your mindset at versus when you're with your friends who don't care about their health? It's probably in a completely different place because I don't roll that way. And so the people you spend the most time with are immediately going to validate or invalidate your actions. So that's the simplest thing you can do. But then it comes down to what are some other things you can do for yourself? And I mean, this is when I talk about in the beginning, I say the podcast help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. Like I'm really talking about habitual change and mindset habits are very real guys. Your thought patterns are habitual. And so you need to change those too. So you can start positively reinforcing yourself. So like when you, if you get a workout in, like, like I'm not even kidding. I do this to myself all the time. Clap yourself up. I just did it. Clap yourself up. Give yourself a fist bump. Do something to reinforce behavior. Like your body can be a tool for you to use to really um, solidify these things. And if you do an action every single time you finish a workout, you give yourself a fist bump, what does that do? What does that do? Or if you compliment yourself. Like a lot of the people I work with, they re- they have no problem telling me, Tyler, you're doing a great job. You know, you're really helping me. And like, you're awesome. I really like your hair. It's so beautiful. Just the way it blows in the wind. I'm just kidding. No one actually compliments my hair that much until I say things like that and they do. Um, but they compliment me very easily. But they don't do it for themselves. And it's like, guys, you have to. You have to be your big, your own biggest cheerleader. Like I'm, I'm everyone's hype man. I'm all my clients' biggest hype man. But at the end of the day, I'm not there all the time. So you have to be able to do it yourself. So work on positively reinforcing the habits that way. Like if you finish a workout and you busted your ass, like, yo, good job, Sally. You did fucking awesome. Good work. That was awesome. You're a badass. You're a healthy bitch. You're a healthy woman. You're a healthy man. If you're a man whose name is Sally, whatever you want to call yourself. So start giving yourself a positive reinforcement through thoughts and words right down. Like all my clients, like when we do our check-ins, when we have our accountability meetings, I make them give one win from the week. Or like this week, it was like label three things that prove to you that you're a healthy person. And and it's interesting that because some 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 of you guys have these habits already that like walking and drinking water, that's awesome. 
they don't count that towards three things they did this week that made them a healthy person. It has to be something like above and beyond, but like it doesn't. If you're hydrating every single day, you are reinforcing the identity that you are a healthy person. So using that shit mentally. And I know I'm probably like whenever I tune do live streams and I get to these, like this guys, this is the, this is, these are the nuggets right here. This is where, this is the work. This is the stuff that's really going to make a difference for you long-term. This is where I lose people every single time I do a live stream. I did it on Facebook last week. I had 10, 12 people tuned in. And then when I started to talk about like the real shit, I lost eight or nine of them instantly. I was like, God damn, every time. It's like people don't want to listen unless there's, I don't even know. I'm going to say long-term gratification. But anyway, all that stuff aside, there are external things you can do too to validate yourself. I mean, again, the the community, the people you're around that helps. And, and if anybody wants to join my Facebook community, it's 100% free. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, you can join. I don't charge for anything. You get access to all the live streams, the challenges we do, all the things that we are doing in there. I have my. I try to have as many of my friends on as possible to share insight, to share knowledge, to give you different perspectives. One of my clients is going to be live, going live with me this week. Although by the time I list this podcast episode, it'll already have happened. But it's a really awesome community, really great people. Half the people in the in the community aren't even my clients, so you do not have to work with me. If you're interested, just shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. So. There are other ways, right? Like, but like you have to be real with yourself on if it will actually work for you. So food could work, but it, you have to be careful with that one because it's like we need food to survive. There's no way around it. And so if you start creating this like feedback loop in your mind that I will reward myself with food, you could fuck yourself up. And I think that's where a lot of people are going wrong these days. Like I had a good week, so I'm gonna have like one cupcake or one piece of pizza. But come on, like you gotta be real with yourself. Does one cupcake or one piece of pizza, does that usually lead to three or four or five or six? And then what happens then? What does that do? It reinforces the old identity of who you were. And so the new identity could be you having one slice of pizza, but if you can't handle that, don't fucking do it. If you can't handle that, don't fucking do it. I can't emphasize that enough. It would be like me who had issues with alcohol in the past saying, you know what? After I hit my revenue goal for work for my, my business this week, I'm going to I want to have a drink. I'm just going to have one though. It's just going to be one. It's just going to be one. I'm going to have one drink. No big deal. But it is a big deal. It's bullshit because one drink always turned into seven or eight or nine or ten for me. So you have to be real with yourself with those things. And again, I, I am going to emphasize this one more time. Food is a very, um, that is something, if you're going to go down that route with rewarding yourself with food, like be fucking careful. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because I don't care what people do and how they live their lives. But that's a tough one, guys, because for real, like we need food to survive. And if you start creating this identity or this this association in your mind with food being reward, it could go sideways really fucking quick. So there's other things you can do. Like what are some other things you, you enjoy that don't include food or consuming shit that will not help your health and fitness goals? I shared on my Instagram story the other day of um, me going for my daily walks. And on the weekends, if on Sundays specifically, if it's nice outside and I got all my daily walks, then I'll go for a longboard ride. It's how I reinforce the behavior because I get to spend more time outside. I love longboarding. I usually do it longer. And if I had the time of the day, I would probably make that the habit, but I don't. And it actually, truth be told, it really does kind of make my hips and my back pain worse. But like, I love it so much that I would do that instead of walk. But I don't, I use it to reinforce the behavior. And so you could do things that you like that don't 
incorporate that. So like if you have kids and you like to do things with them, you know, I'm not saying deprive your kids with this. Just understand that there's nuance to this shit because I know there's gonna be somebody out there who's gonna take this shit the wrong way. But say that like you, your, your reward could be if and if I get all my workouts and all my meals in this week, I'm gonna go to the movies. I'm gonna take the kids to see the new Spider-Man movie on Saturday morning. And I'm not going to get popcorn. Don't get the fucking popcorn, people. It's probably poison in there anyway. So you can do things like that. You can take yourself for a massage. Something, again, that's more productive. Go get a pedicure. I got to get one of those. Um, Go for a hike in a nature trail. You know, find other ways to reward the behavior that doesn't include food. What are other things you enjoy? Who do you like spending time with? Um, maybe just go for a long drive. Maybe go down to the beach for a few hours, you know? Find other ways to reinforce the behavior. But again, I think the best way you can do it are the people you spend your time with. They're going to reinforce your behavior whether you want them to or not. And if you pay attention to the ways people, people speak to you, like here's a good example. I'm getting way longer, but I, I, I have no doubt if you guys are still listening, you're going to get value out of this. People will validate you for the shit that isn't helping you get to closer towards your goals. So as an example, if you struggle with your own self-image and your own weight your whole life, but like realistically, you're probably not in the worst shape. There's people who are worse off, but you want to be better. And your friends or family are always saying like, you're just like, oh man, I just want to lose more weight. Like I'm just not happy with how I look. But like your, your sister-in-law is just like, but like Josie, you look fine you're not overweight you're not unhealthy you know you, you do the right things so what you have a little extra body fat it's not a big deal she's reinforcing something in you and if you don't recognize if you can't recognize that and you like take someone's um, opinions a little bit more personally then that's going to continue to validate the image that you do not want and again again i think the underlying theme behind all this that i didn't actually outright say is all this comes down to self-awareness here we go 26 minutes let's go this is a good one so anyway i'm gonna wrap it up there guys like reinforce the the, the habits you got to reinforce the habits with something that's going to to move you closer to your goals community the people you spend the time with are going to reinforce your behaviors one way or the other do things that don't involve food please try not to use food jesus lord watch a movie um watch a netflix show even though i don't want i would rather see people go for a walk i, I will take that um like go get a pedicure, massage, things like that. Hang out with me, you know? Grow a man bun. Have an extra cup of water. That one's probably not gonna work. But find other ways to reinforce behavior and then like give yourself the gratification by saying you did a good fucking job. Don't look for it outside of you. Look for it inside of you. The outside is just a bonus. So anyway, I'm gonna wrap it up there, guys. If you took anything from today's episode, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. This was a good one. This is a really good one. I'm excited about this. Um, leave a rate and review on iTunes. I really appreciate that stuff. Uh, if you wanna connect with me, all the social media links will be in the show notes. I have a couple spots open for my coaching program. If you're interested, shoot me DM over on the gram, and I will check you guys out in the next episode. Peace out.